Welcome back to No Idea, the podcast where you have no idea what we're going to talk about and we have no idea how it's going to go. I'm your host, Jenny, and I am back. I don't know who else you expected. It's always me. (laughs) But today I have, I know I say special guest pretty often. I'm trying to mix up my wording. This isn't just a special guest today. This is the one and only the only man I'm married to. (laughs) So he is my one and only. Love of my life. (laughs) Joseph Markham. Joseph Fabio Markham. Actually, say hello. Uh, You got the wrong guy. I think I could go grab Joe for a quick second. Give me me a minute. It's you. Oh, hey, what's up? You live here. I do live here. It's actually me. I would just... By the way, you used to say Jenny Livonia, now it's I what, know. Jenny Markham? Yeah, no, it's what, what's your last name again? <laughs> Jenny Markham? Yeah, on the last podcast episode, I had this little moment in the very beginning where I pretended that Jenny Livonia died, so I said rip and, like, sobbed, but then I said, no, it's just my last name changed. Well, I had to bury you before we got married, so, <laughs> and then you came back as a Markham. It's <laughs> really how marriage represents Suffering. Christ. Oh, no. ah! <laughs> no, it doesn't. Suffering, I'm pain, kidding. and misery. No, it's it's great. Good stuff. <laughs> and Joseph, this is not just your first podcast episode. This is your third time. You're a third timer. Yeah. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because when we made our first podcast episode, we were not dating. But I think I caught the feels in that moment that we recorded a podcast uh, episode. You could say I didn't strike three times, huh? Yeah, the third one, you had home run because we're right. now married. That's right. So I think the second podcast episode, we had just started to date. It was like really early on. Mm-hmm. And now third one, we are married and we have been married for seven weeks? Six weeks? Well, I mean, you could say, what, in eight days, it's been two months? Yeah, seven weeks. Yeah. Yep. So almost two whole months. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Joseph, I know that you are bald, beautiful, and BBC, bald by choice, but I would love for you to share another fun fact just so the people, the audience, can know you better. Well. And we had a really hard time thinking of a fun fact. We went through a lot. Well, I will start off real quick and say this fun fact about me has not always been a fun fact. It's (laughs) been recently a fun fact, really, since I've married Jenny. (laughs) Well, I don't know how often she talked about plants. And uh, at first, I remember her bringing plants into my apartment before we were married. And she said, you got to say nice things to them. (laughs) I was like, okay, yeah, right. That's not science. That's just a little preference. But little did I know, I believe you have to really say nice things. But make sure you tell your plants you're beautiful. And my fun fact is, over time, since... I think later in the engagement and up until now, my fun fact is I love plants. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. I unintentionally decorated our whole entire house plant-related. Was it really unintentionally? Yes, it, it was. Just it started in the bathroom with, with our plant-themed, mm-hmm. and then I didn't realize that I kind of carried it over into our studio apartment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got I got three little plants of my own. Mm-hmm. Well, one, one's about to be a teenager, but you know. <laughs> It, it, we just bought a special life for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love plants, and I just love, I just love, I love. It. I wish they weren't as expensive, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 
Yeah, if you're ever in the Minneapolis area, Tangle Tangle Town, not sponsor. Tangle Tangle Town Garden. That's not sponsored. Not sponsored. That's the place to go. Yeah, you I, I like my... to put a little emphasis on Tangle Town. <laughs> You grabbed my shoulders while we were in Tangletown Gardens, and you said, I don't know what you've done to me, but I love plants. Yeah, that's great. So, that's my fun fact mm-hmm. for now. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing. I'm glad we settled on that one. The funsies. The funsies. Funsies check. <laughs> done. So, today, we will be doing a and a and we asked our friends that's on... questions and answers, for those that's, who don't know. Yes, exactly. It stands for questions and answers. And we asked everyone on the Insta-ham or Instagram and, to... Uh, yes? You said ham. I was thinking turkey. On the Insta-turkey to yeah. ask us questions, and we would answer them. So these are all questions from people we know. But um, a lot of them turned out, literally most of them, turned about to be about marriage and relationships... So we mostly group those together in the front part, and then towards the end, they get a little random, just so we know. That's the path we're going down. And the first question is your love story. So someone was like, hey, tell us your love story. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. We decided that Joseph will be saying it, telling the story, and I will be adding little details as we go along. So take it away. Okay, we met at college, and... um... I was a senior, and she was a freshman. No, sophomore, right? I was a freshman. Freshman. I scored big. <laughs> and, you know, I've always, like, was, like, you know, kind of backhandedly criticized seniors pursuing freshmen. So I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, there's such a big gap. But here we are. I married. Said a, freshman. Said freshman. Anyway, <laughs> so without going too much of a ramble on, um... Yeah, we were just putting in the right place at the right time. And just different opportunities and activities we, we, we pursued. She was there, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of strange. Yeah. And We worked together. Yeah, we worked first. together, shoveling and, snow. And, and then after the summer, and I was a sophomore, and you were working, um, you worked with my roommate. Oh, yeah. And dear friend. Dear shout friend. Out, shout out to Emma. Mm-hmm. And um, I would come in. After after work and before dinner, and I would come early to dinner, and you and Dish Crew were always sitting at a table, and you guys were the only one in there, mm-hmm. so I would sit with you guys. Yeah. I worked at the, uh, I work, I work, I still work at the, uh, I, I'm a kitchen supervisor, so she would come by and I would come, just sit with you guys. Come see you and sit with us, mm-hmm. and that just really started yeah. something special. And, uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, and you, my roommate Emma casually, nonchalantly uh-huh. mentioned you to me in our room, and she was like, "What do you think about Joe? Do you think like you oh. guys could like get together?" And yeah. she had never, ever, ever before talked to me about boys. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. I was like, "That was really off character." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess it got me thinking about you. Yeah. So once Jenny started eating with uh, with my crew and 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 her friend, uh, I, I think we. We we I think we both were kind of like we enjoyed each other. I enjoyed teasing you a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed teasing teasing me, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed teasing her, and we laughed. And I, I think that's when I noticed like, is there something? You know. <laughs> something. <laughs> and at first I was like, Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I should. Mm-hmm. You know. And in a good way, just like through different events at the college or like different friend groups it's like jenny was there 
Yes. And... I think one day you asked me, you're like, do you have a line of people to be on your podcast? <laughs> right. And I said, no, but you can be on it. Well, yeah, that's right. I was My first podcast was when we weren't mm-hmm. dating. No. And I didn't realize at the time that you wanted to, you were starting to like me. Right. I was just like, wow, someone wants to be on my podcast. Well, I'm pretty, I'm pr- yeah, I think I recall that I liked you because I think it was a way for me to get to know you a little more exclusively mm-hmm. through your podcast. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> Sneaking. <laughs> yeah, Here's was... a girl's podcast. You get her heart too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 um, that was, that was, that was a good time. And, and during that podcast, that's so funny because we could go back and like listen to that and be like, wow, I, I was. You can listen to it. I don't know. <laughs> you cringe when you hear yourself talk. Yeah. Um, but I remember thinking during that podcast, I was like, is there, am I feeling something? What am I feeling? Mm-hmm. And then I think a few, like maybe a week later, I came to terms with, through talking with a friend. I was like, I don't know if I like him. I know I'm yeah. so nervous. What if he doesn't like me back? So I came to terms with that. I liked you. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, I think I purposely got in your way multiple times. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh... Uh, that's when I kind of knew, like, okay, I think maybe I should speak up. And, you know, we, we, we went out to coffee. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, 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 I just was honest. And I just wanted to tell her how I feel. And, mm-hmm. and at this moment in our relationship, I think we, we both were in a different season of life. But we also liked each other as we, 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 we shared openly at, when we had coffee. And I think that from that moment we said to each other, um, you know, we wanna we wanna acknowledge this and just see just a little bit on mm-hmm. if this can grow into something mm-hmm. special, something bigger, something greater. And I remember liking so much that you just were very open and honest and there was just no room for confusion because you were like, I just wanna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I do have feelings for you. I don't want any confusion or you guessing or anything. And I was like, wow, so honest, <laughs> no confusion, thank you. Um, and I think we talked, we agreed to get to know each other more mm-hmm. and go on dates and yeah. hang out in groups. Mm-hmm. And we said we were going to just take that time, get to know each other and pray yeah. until maybe like, it was like two and a half months. Two and a half was. months or so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 and I and you know at first I was like I wasn't I wasn't sure and but with the Lord's timing and like where His direction was, um, I am so I'm so glad that I took the steps to just pursue Jenny and, um, you know we 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 ended up we started dating, um, ironically on my birthday. Ironically, you asked me out on your no, birthday. No, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it was just special. There was. We, you blindfolded you a, me and took me to true. a secret location. As in your birthday party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we Okay, <laughs> you spent time with a whole group of people at your birthday party. Yeah. And then you were like, can you help me walk all these board games back? And there really wasn't that much to carry. Mm-mm. I literally think I carried one thing. Yep, and definitely had an extra couple, hand. A couple boxes. And then, um, so I was like, I think he wants to ask me something i don't know i wasn't expecting you to ask me on the day and then we put the board games back mm-hmm. and i think you were like i really want to ask you to be my girlfriend <laughs> i was like gasp i never saw this coming 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was January 15th, 2019? No. 2020! There you go, 2020. <laughs> so our next question kind of goes along with that. Number two, someone asked, the process of transitioning from dating, engaged, married, and any words of wisdom? So transitioning from dating, that's how we started dating. Um, I think, and then we got engaged ele- after about 11 months or so. Yeah, it was like almost a year. Um, mm-hmm. And I had, I'm not going to say I had no idea it was coming. That's not true. We had talked about getting engaged probably eight months, nine months in. And I just did not, ex- we kept, kept <laughs> purposely misleading me to think that we were going to get engaged in the beginning of 2021 like January, maybe February. And so I, that's where I, my head was because he was purposely misleading me to believe that. And then he proposed on Christmas break, 2020. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was how we got engaged. And then we got married five months later. So we got engaged in December and married in May. And mm-hmm. then any words of wisdom? My words of wisdom would be, yeah, this applies to guys and girls but in relationships I would just say do not settle for anything less than clarity because I mean I've liked boys who have um just played games with my head they didn't know what they wanted so therefore it didn't really give me much clarity or a lot of times we can settle for like well I'm not being clear with my words I do like you but I just don't know if I want to date you and I don't know just like that's what I really liked about you, Joseph. You, man over there, um, is that you didn't leave any room for confusion and you didn't want us to be confused in any part. And um, yeah, so I would say make sure you're being clear in how you communicate and make sure you're not accepting anything less than being clear. And also to not compare your relationship. I think that can happen at literally any stage in your relationship, no matter where you are single, dating, engaged, married anything and I think that when we were engaged I was following a an old friend on Instagram who was engaged at the same time and I remember her I just remember her like constantly posting very very often about how her engagement like getting a dress getting balloons getting cake whatever I just felt her constant updates and I thought to myself like I feel like I'm starting to compare myself with her so I unfollowed her And it wasn't anything personal. It's not like we're not, you know, good old friends. But it was just like removing that that temptation from my life to not compare. And so I was able to actually enjoy our relationship. Yeah. Any words of wisdom? Yeah, clarity is important. I also think transparency. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. transparency. I think in your relationship is to be honest and... Uh, I know sometimes vulnerability can be difficult depending on your circumstances in life or your history, but um, it's, it's being vulnerable and transparent is important because it, 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 it also shows a lot of, it, it also ties in with clarity and honesty. Mm-hmm. And if you really, if you really desire to know somebody, someone you especially like and possibly, you know, thinking about marrying um, that person should know who you are fully, um, you know, and to be wise with what, be wise with that. And, um, because I think 
you know, before you're married, I think it's very important to take that time to know each other very well mm-hmm. and to share share things in your life, even though it may be difficult, or just share things in your life that's just fun. And um, and don't hold back uh, because when you when when you're married, those things those things um, will continue to um, you know either be mentioned or things you know that if you didn't say would come up. So. I would just say being vulnerable and just just trusting um, the other person, and because um, that's that's what helped me and help help our relationship grow. And and again, that 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 brought clarity mm-hmm. for for Jenny yeah. too. So yeah, because she she knew who I was, or where I mm-hmm. things that I have known or gone through, or things that I'm looking forward to, how I want to set things up, or our relationship. So that's yeah. what I would say. My Two, 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 two types, two, three types of advice. Two, three types. <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> okay, ready for number three. Favorite memory from early in your relationship? Uh, early on, I remember it was snowing, and we built this snowman. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, I didn't know you were gonna pick this one. I told Go you, ahead. surprise. Yes, I am surprised. Go ahead. And I had all these little Hershey chocolate kisses, mm-hmm. and there was another type of candy. No, it was it was a Hershey's like different colors. Oh, it wrappers. was a ba- yeah, and a banana. And a banana. Yeah. Yes, and we built this little one snowman, and I don't know if we were struggling. I think the banana was struggling to stay in, and also right. the Hershey's chocolate kisses were not cooperating. It was cold, and my gloves had holes in them, but <laughs> it was fun, and I I remember like we were, we were just having a good time, and we were rolling a snowman, and. Was this the first time that I told you that like I've never really like built a snowman before? Yeah, you were like I've never built a snowman and before. And I, I, I've you've been in snow. I've been for in snow for four, four years. years. Well, yeah, Three, four yeah. yeah, four years, and every well every winter I would see snow. Just never, mm-hmm. never, never built a snowman, and I'm just I'm so happy that I reserved that time <laughs> to to build a snowman with with uh, with. With Jenny, we we called it. Uh, we Gilbert. called him Gil Gilbert. Yeah, Gilly boy. Gilly boy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, wait, were the were the squirrels taking out little Hershey packets? Yeah, they were definitely stealing things. I yeah. think you also put a scarf on it. Don't know where that scarf went. Yeah, rest in peace. Rip. Winter's great. I love winter time. Cold weather. I, mm-hmm. I just think that's beautiful, and it's a great time for dates and. Mm-hmm. And, and stuff so the best thing is it happens every year yeah well well winter happens no, every winter year happens but the snow year. happens every year in minnesota you're right but different viewers might not get the you're privilege right. of snow poor saps yep um one of my favorite memories from early in our relationship was when we went swing dancing oh yeah because it was before i was going on a trip and it was early on in our relationship i had never tried swing dancing before mm-hmm. But I did want to try it and just see if I liked it. Um, and I knew that you weren't super excited about going swing dancing. Well, I've swung danced before. Yeah, you had done it before. I wasn't experienced, but I right. I knew some moves. You knew some moves. You were more experienced than I was. I know you weren't ecstatic about t- about going with me. Um, but I but you were like, I want to go with but you. But do you remember? Do you remember what we did before we went? Swing yes, we dancing? practiced. We practiced. And I was, like, super nervous. Yes, you were... First of all, we practiced the day before, just looking up some moves on YouTube. Man, what And you swung me 
I saw every angle of the ceiling. <laughs> like you were flipping me all around. And so we had that that um practice beforehand. But while we were swing dancing, that was really fun. I was having a blast, but then I remember looking at you like halfway through and I was like, he's, he's smiling so big. And I just remember thinking to myself, I was like, I think he's enjoying himself more than I am. And then I think you turned to me and you were like, what if we like came weekly and got like really good? <laughs> I was like, you're <laughs> loving this, aren't you? Um, yeah. And then COVID happened. And so we could not go weekly, but yep. that's okay. Such a fond memory. That's when I realized you could really boogie down. Book it down. Book it down. Question number four. How do you prepare mentally for a wedding? I can go first if you want. You go ahead. Okay. Um, how do you prepare mentally for a wedding? Let me see. So I would say that, first of all, I think when we started planning a wedding, I could not stop crying. But it was because, <laughs> it was because I had, I was just thinking like, all weddings are like this or all typical American weddings are are huge and you spend a lot of money on them and they're very stressful like that was what I was picturing that's not what I wanted and what really really helped me is understanding what I valued so I just listed values and things that are very enjoyable to me that are fun that I value in a wedding and in a future marriage and so I think I went over this with my counselor and like a friend or something but I wrote down things I value and then we just planned it based on what that looked like and not what you think it should look like according to whatever your family your culture your external pressures of friendship what oh yeah TLC I was like who (laughs) dental loving care network yeah like any show you see um and basing it on what you actually enjoy doing because it is your wedding mm-hmm. day. It's you yeah. and your fiance's wedding day and you only have the responsibility to enjoy it. Yeah. And also I would say mentally preparing yourself is that this may be a controversial statement. <laughs> I don't think your wedding day is the best day of your life. Okay. Hear me out. Explain. I think that your your wedding day can definitely be the best day of your life as of yet but one day with a big ceremony so much fun and you see all your friends and it's just it's just a blast you get to marry the love of your life but I think that living your life with the love of your life is what's really important and just to make sure that you're planning not just for a wedding but also for a marriage mm-hmm. like I loved premarital counseling I thought it was so much fun and helped me understand you better and prepared us and so I would say that um, your wedding day is probably the start of the best days of your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. How would you prepare mentally for a wedding? I would, uh, I would say it's to, I would begin with, with forming an idea how you'd want a wedding to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Jenny mentioned pretty much what I'm going to say is just to be clear, just to be clear with yourself and clear what the expectations you want, mm-hmm. not based on someone else, someone else or a pressure, something pressured by family or friends, society, etc. Like like we shared mm-hmm. earlier, um, and so I we 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 knew exactly what we wanted, and we were very uh, we stuck by that, and I think 
without the inf- without trying to be super influenced by other other people other things mm-hmm. um because it can get become very hectic when you feel the pressure or mm-hmm. the other people need to 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 apply how they how they kind of want everything to come to place um but to be but to be firm and to just uh make sure that by the end of the day by the end of your wedding ceremony etc um that you've enjoyed it. I've heard from couples. I've heard from people telling about other people's experience at wedding that it was a disaster, mm-hmm. and that's really sad. And it just makes me wonder, like, what went wrong? Mm-hmm. And we can assume so many reasons, but I think by the end of the day, just remember it's 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 about you. It's about your fiance, and it's also you also need to remember it's about like together, you two together, mm-hmm. and. Not just shying away what your fiance wants, um, but also, you know, taking account what he or she desires and showing what you want and just coming together on a commonality kind of ground to, 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 to build it, to prepare for a wedding that you desire. So mm-hmm. that's, and patience too <clears throat> is important. And, um, you know, I, tell, I think some people like to rush their wedding, but I think <laughs> it's important to... So take our, the time you need. Our ceremony take, was like fifteen minutes long. Yeah, max. take the time you need, and uh, and um, it will come together when you are honest and yeah, fulfill the needs you want. If you want a big wedding, it's great. Yeah, it's great. If you want a small wedding, that's that's great too. Yeah, just make sure it's what you want. Make sure you want. So yeah. that's very wise. Good Thanks. Advice. Number five. If you could sum up marriage in one word, what would it be, and why? I think it's a very difficult question right. to summon in one well, word. We've only been married for seven not weeks. even two months. Seven weeks. So crazy. <laughs> Are you going by the week system? I'm going by the month system. Well, once it hits two months, I will start saying two months, three months, four months. Oh, but I mean, it's not like we're like married fifty, like fifty years. You're gonna be like it's like thousand, like two thousand, fifty weeks. years and three months. <laughs> <laughs> um. In one word, my word would be, I put humbling. Hmm. Uh, and I don't just mean that in like a, I have to constantly say, I'm wrong and you're right, I'm so sorry I yelled at you or something. I don't mean like that. Yes, that does happen. But I would also say humbling in, um, in also like, if anyone has trouble receiving things and then you get married, I would, I don't know, I just think like, wow you do these things for me because you love me and mm-hmm. I'm humbled by that because there are things I don't like doing or you want to do it just to just because not for any particular reason and then that humbles me I'm like wow I just wow yeah also fun story about that is that on our honeymoon we went to the beach <laughs> I was gonna ask or, if you yeah. wanted to mention this story <laughs> we went to the beach one day and uh, I think we put on sunscreen beforehand, but we sat. I sat down in the, our little beach chair, and there's an umbrella above us, and my legs were sticking out of the shade, so they were in the sun. And so I'm like putting sunscreen on my arms, I think. And then all of a sudden, I look down, and and Joseph has grabbed one of my legs, and he's applying sunscreen to my legs. And I was like, I, I. I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for this. And I mean, would you eventually have done yeah, it? Yeah, I would have eventually done it, but you just took initiative and started doing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that was a moment I was like, I am so humbled. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, transitioning into that perfectly is that I would sum up 
the reason why I did that is, you know, I mean, we've only been married for like, I, I don't know, four days, maybe three days. Yeah, I don't remember. It was close, but I was like, I just want to serve, serve my wife as best as I can and serve her to the best of my ability. And I would sum up marriage to be, be servanthood, serving unconditionally, serving in ways that will, that you will be seen or out of your, out of, out of your comfort zone. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things that I I enjoy in marriage is to serve my wife and that's what I would sum up a little bit about about marriage in one word um just yeah just and serving doesn't have to be about you know applying sunscreen to (laughs) a leg or a part of the body it doesn't have to be serving can serving means serving emotionally Mm -hmm. you know serving um in all different times, types of ways, you know, and in practical ways. Okay, number six. What's something you didn't expect for marriage that you've seen at this point? So one thing that I... I think... Okay, so when we were dating and engaged, like, we would ask each other, oh, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. Or what you doing today, you know? And, like, that wasn't like a... It was, like, an everyday thing, but it just kind of was, like, a question you would ask to start a conversation. Um, But being married, um, one thing that's fulfilling for me is just sharing my day together with with her. And actually, our day. Let me me emphasis on our day. Um, Because, you know, we both work or, you know, different schedules. And um, even though we might, you know, have conversations throughout the day through text messages, but when we come home... We both see each other just to sit down and acknowledge our days and just talk about what happened, mm-hmm. the good things, the bad things. And ask, how's the war going? <laughs> yeah, how's the war going and the struggle? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's just so fulfilling to hear hear, hear, hear her and also fulfilling for me to share because, mm. you know, she's my life partner and she's the one that I you know, wake up to see in the morning and she's the one that I, the last person I see before I go to bed. And, and if I don't share with her, if I don't tell her how my day's going, I'm, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss an opportunity to, to, to know her and to hear her and for her to hear me. And so mm-hmm. it, it's a totally different feeling than just, like I said, just say, Hey, what, what you doing? Or how is your day going? But there's just so much more vulnerability and, and just, so much more care to be received when you know you're married until Mm -hmm. that um one thing i didn't expect but it's something that i've learned recently and it's been very very helpful i just don't think that people talk about this very much in the church and just in general um it's just boundaries in marriage and it's i know there's a book about it um dr henry cloud who's written a lot of books on boundaries and he's a therapist, all this stuff. I think he wrote a book called boundaries in marriage. And I think that when people get married, they just assume like I will be sharing everything with this person all the time Mm -hmm. and immediately. And I mean, you do share, I would say you do share basically everything. Like you should not keep secrets from each other. (laughs) But, um, I would say that, it's been very, very helpful for me to, to not assume like, okay, this is, 
I'm having an emotional crisis. I need to tell Joseph about this right now because it's so fresh and raw and he's going to help me. <laughs> but I think that it's been so helpful for me to learn, like, maybe that's not the best thing in that moment. You can discern in the moment, but the best thing for me is, like, maybe I should talk this out with the Lord first. Mm -hmm. And then I can come to Joseph when I'm less emotional and I've got, I understand a little bit more and have fresh perspective. Or I could also, I'm like, okay, well, maybe Joseph isn't the one to talk about this right now. I'm going to tell him tomorrow about it, but I'm going to tell him after I verbally process with a friend. And then I feel like we have less arguments and, um, I don't know, I can just come to you and, and not expect you to fix whatever's going on in my mind, but, uh, come to you and like talk it out with you in a healthy way. So I don't really feel like people talk about, maybe they just didn't talk to me about it, um, boundaries in marriage that much, but it's really cool and that's very helpful for me. Well, I, I have I have something I need to confess to you. Are you keeping a secret from me? Yeah, I I know we, I know like it's toothbrushes, you know? Joseph. Yeah, one for you, one for me, right? You don't use my toothbrush. I've been using your toothbrush. Stop, you, no, you haven't. I haven't been using it. That's what I thought. Well... We have four, so sometimes it <laughs> might have mixed up, you know? Yeah. So That's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> I should set my boundaries. Yeah, you maybe, should. Back it up. Maybe left my side, right your side. <laughs> okay. Who knows? Who knows? We'll figure it out. Things that you do not talk about in premarital counseling. Yeah. <laughs> 101. Okay. Question number seven. Why did he not change his last name to Mr. Lasagna? Great question. Mister? Mr. Lasagna. Like, why didn't you take my last name? I actually offered. I know you did offer. Well, not lasagna. I mean, Lavornia. You're right. I wouldn't I, be want to be. I wouldn't want to be named after a food. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. already. Well, I'm actually kind of already named after a food, sloppy Joe. Oh no. Well. No. Or I'm a coffee. Kinda. You're right. Cup of Joe. Yeah, good cup of Joe. Well, that's a drink. Okay, continue. Sorry. Um. I did mention one time when we were engaged, I'm like, oh, I kind of will miss l being a Livornia. Like, I really like that last name. And I was a little sad. I'm still a little sad about it. Well, I But did. you did offer. You were like, why don't I take Livornia? Why don't we just change your middle name? My middle... I don't want to have my middle name be Livornia. But hyphened. No, I just think it's too long and obnoxious and complicated. Oh. So, that's why. <laughs> Question number eight. What's your favorite thing to do together? I would say my favorite thing to do with you is laugh with you and just goof off with you. Mm -hmm. And we did definitely do that while we were dating and engaged. But um, I feel like it just happens more often now that we live together from around each other a little bit more. But yeah, I think that's my favorite thing. Just bonding and just laughing about ridiculous things together. No, I enjoy um, cooking with you. I think at first I was a little nervous, you know, cooking together mm -hmm. and I just love cooking with you and especially like meals that take more work and more preparation and then like after everything cleaned up and prepared and ready to eat we sit down and look at our meal and we're just so proud <laughs> and we just take that first bite and we just like say good job yeah good job <laughs> and it's just we need to do that more often I mean but yeah. I my meals I, mm -hmm. I, but the second thing is um, just random events that we do. Um, recently, we went to, like, an art show slash, like, 
Well, they said food truck, but it only had three. <laughs> but we went to like an art show in Minneapolis, and mm-hmm. that was fun. And just like doing separate things together, and you know, doing some sightseeing, and just kind of going out and exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always that's always super fun. Mm-hmm. And you're good at finding things like that. Find yeah. Mm-hmm. Number nine, number almost done. Ready? Who likes to sing and dance? Wait, this is oh my gosh, this is a three parter. There are three parts. Three parts. Three parts. Who likes to sing and dance more? Who sings better? Who dances better? Or is it equal? I got it. Me, me, me. No. <laughs> okay. We talked about this. Yes. Who likes to sing and dance more? Probably you. I do. Who sings better? Probably you. I do. But who dances better? Or is it equal? Jenny. I am sure of one thing in life, and that is that I am a better dancer. Jenny's got the moves to boogie down and shake the world. That's I don't true. know how she does it, but sometimes I'll just look at her and she's just like, whatever whatever she's around, she's in sync with it. I don't know how she does it. <laughs> it's my hips. <laughs> <laughs> she's taught me how to do the, the single wave with uh, with her arm. I can't really, well, with an audio, but it's mm-hmm. like moving your arm like a wave back and forth. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, I had no idea how to do it, but... She just does the perfection. Thank you. It's one thing I'm sure of is that I'm a better yeah. dancer. And like she also does these things where she has like maracas in her hand that they're really they don't like she pretend to have maracas in her hand and she like shimmy left and right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for the last and final question? Wait, uh, Do you have more to say? I I'm not ready. Oh. I don't mm-hmm. think I can mentally prepare myself for this. Okay, I'll wait. Either you want to skip five minutes ahead, or I'm just kidding. You can ask the question. Number 10. What large animal do you believe you could defeat in hand-to-hand combat, and why? Mm. Great question. Phenomenal question, really. I said... Well, it's also the one question that's not about... That is the one question that's not about relationships. Yeah. That's okay. (laughs) Thanks, Robin. (laughs) Okay. I said that I think I could defeat a T-Rex in hand-to-hand combat, and why? I kind of thought that, uh, back to that scene in the movie Meet the Robinsons, Mm -hmm. with a bowler hat guy, and they use the Mm T-Rex. Hand-to-hand combat, right? They have incredibly small arms and hands. So I think that as long as I could just sneak around him, I think my size would be a great advantage, because in comparison to him, I am very small, and I could sneak around him. If I could climb up on him, he's screwed. He's done. I could just plunge a sword into whatever part of his body oh. and uh it would be over okay go ahead honey <laughs> um you know i was thinking of between two animals my first my first reaction is an ostrich um because of the long neck um i think what i would do is i would probably you know jump from behind and mm-hmm. on his like back and ride it and i would <laughs> just like wrestle it down you know trying to hold down the neck uh i've always kind of wanted to kind of one Go hand to hand combat hand with an ostrich. Well, it also the ostrich don't have arms. They have yeah, just little wings. Well, they have, oh, they do. They have wings. Yeah, they have wings. I they thought they were they just like a bundle, fl- like a like a bundle. They're just one big no, giant bundle. No, they're not just one ball. Yeah, it's they have wings. They don't fly, but they have wings. Oh, they're very big. Okay, I might have to change my animal. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the giraffe. Okay. No, Joseph. that's a little bit too much. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Llama. Okay, why? Because it's kind of like the long neck situation. Mm-hmm. 
But the, you know, llamas dare to. They don't. They're about to eat them yeah. open. Yeah. Right? Okay. I would just feel like with an ostrich, he would just kind of poof his wings out, mm-hmm. and I would fall, and he would start pecking me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with a llama, I think I could wrestle a llama yeah. to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Show the llama who's boss. <laughs> Show the llama who's his mama. <laughs> no, who his what? Dad. Who's? Never mind. Anyway, well, that is the end of our questions. Those were great questions. We would like to say thank you for everyone who sent those in. Any final words? Yes. So when I first came on the pa- podcast, mm-hmm. I was single. That's true. When I came, when then the second time, we were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then now the third time, mm-hmm. we're married. What'll be the fourth? <laughs> we're retired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or we're dead. Oh, we'll have you on. Talking from than the that. grave. Talking from the grave. Got we'll have podcast. you on sooner than that. Back from the grave podcast with Jenny and Joe. <laughs> Look for it in a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I have any final words. You took them right out of my mouth. <laughs> Okay, well, my final words are that this is No Idea Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to my husband and I. Or my wife and I. Yes. If you were saying it, it'd be your wife and Or And together. together. Thank you for tuning in together. together. (laughs) So thank you for tuning in. This is No Idea Q&A with Jenny and Joe signing off. See you next time.